Number six, related to this. Uh, number five, thank you very much. I'm glad you're more alert than I am. <laughs> number five, the substance of our worship is always of greater importance than the style of our worship. I think this is very important. God's, what is God evaluating uh, of our worship? I don't think it's a style. I don't think it's whether we're using guitars or uh, organ that really impresses the heart of God. I don't think it's whether we've got our songs projected on an LCD projector or, or we're reading them from a hymnal. I don't think that's what impresses God. I don't think he's particularly impressed by the level of volume when we gather together or the lack thereof when we gather together. What is God looking at? God's looking at the heart of the worshiper and the content of our worship. Surely those are the things God is concerned with more than style. It's a lesson we all have to learn, and we learn it sometimes the hard way. I learned it the hard way once. My, my first church, I told you, split over the subject of worship. We were pastored by a man who was a graduate of Bob Jones University in Dallas Theological Seminary, and then he became a charismatic. <laughs> now, <laughs> these things are not supposed to be, but it happened. <laughs> And he became a charismatic, and, and I remember in the 1970s, this was 1975, 76, 77, I remember when guitars first showed up in our church. I remember when alongside the pew, we had a little booklet of uh, praise songs sitting alongside the pew. I remember this. And I was one of, I would guess, about 80 to 90% of the people in the congregation who began to love what was happening in our church. I had fondly, as a young guy, a teenager, I had fallen in love already with the hymns we were singing in church. I loved the hymns. I thought they were often so rich in content and so beautiful in their imagery, and I loved them. But I also found something really special and, and beautiful about these new songs that we were singing. I loved the balance of old and young in our congregation. We had a lot of gray hair, but we had so many young families coming in, they were literally tearing down walls to make space. I love the balance of old and new in our congregation, and I'm sure that 80 to 90% of our people did as well. But then the church uh, was split because there were 10 to 20% of people behind the scenes, powerful people, who didn't like what was happening. They were pulling the pastor. He became a rope and a tug of war, and some were saying, not in our house, you don't, buddy. We built this thing with our own hands. You better knock this stuff off right now. And others were saying, Pastor, you're going way too slow. You've got to get rid of those hymnals. Get that organ burnt and get off with the real stuff here. <laughs> and before we knew it, the church fell apart. I remember when it was announced to us that next Sunday would be our last Sunday together. And I remember what we did on that last Sunday together. Uh, I don't remember anything else but the very last act that we did together. We joined hands formed a circle around the walls of the building, of the, of the sanctuary. We joined hands, and we sang, We Are One in the Bond of Love. And then we hugged and kissed and wept, and we said goodbye. At the time, I was very emotional. But I think about it now, and I'm just heartbroken. It was an act of hypocrisy. We weren't one in the bond of love. That was a lie. It was a lie. And both churches suffered tremendously in the days to come. And I came to understand the hard way that time, and I've had to learn it and relearn it over and over and over again, that the substance of our worship and the heart of the worshiper is always of greater import than the styles of our worship. We sure need to show a lot more grace to each other in this area 
and stop being so arrogant and ignorant.